This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX 405. Cardinal pregame coming up at 445. The game's at 545. Uh, my next guest is our buddy Chris Cuomo from Cuomo on News Nation. It will air tonight at 7 p.m. Chris, always great to talk to you. Hey, bud. How you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Dropped my daughter off at KU uh, on Saturday. She's doing sorority rush, so we're living and dying with that. So I'm into a new thing in life I know nothing about. <laughs> Listen, man, that's tough. Um, the separation, you know, we deal with it when they're little ones and then they start to get their own lives, but there is something unique. The kid is, um, you know, right for college and, uh, they leave. That's a tough one, man, because you'll see, you'll see how the daily routine was affected by their presence. Even yep. if you have other ones, you know, we have, yeah. we have three. Um, it, it's something, but you know, you just got to remember it's something that's hard, but for good reasons, because they're in a better place. So, uh, I have a bunch of topics for you. We'll get to as many as we can, but my first question for you, uh, so I'm coming up on 25 years in St. Louis. It's hard to find a mover and shaker in St. Louis who I have not at least met and probably know pretty well. So if I watch the local news and someone's up to shenanigans, I'm like, Oh my God, I know that guy. Uh, analogously, you know Rudy Giuliani. You know Donald Trump. What is it like for you to watch the news and cover the news of this truly historic, we'll talk about this in 200 years if we make it that far, about these human beings who you also know? Um, well, I think I'm, well, first of all, I'm old. So I've been seeing people that I know have good things and bad things happen to them for a very long time. Um, Rudy Giuliani is not the guy I grew up with, uh, and he has changed. Uh, he doesn't have the intelligence. He doesn't have the strategic sense. And frankly, he doesn't have the sense of principle that he did when he was crowned America's mayor, uh, whether that was deserved or not. But when he was at his best, certainly as a prosecutor uh, and early on in his political career, he would not have done the kinds of things that he's done now. Uh, I really believe that people can disagree, but that's how you ask me my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's my, I also don't know that he's guilty of a crime. Uh, I don't know that Rico is very shiny. The media loves it. It is not easy to make a a Rico case uh, unless you have a real obvious criminal organization, which is why they made it to design it to look at mobs. And they've had varied success in using it in corporate entities and other types of organizational structures. Trump has always been this guy. Um, this, this is who he is. This is always who he's been. 
I'm not surprised that he finds himself in these situations. I know that you uh, spoke to Scaramucci, who told you that he thinks that Donald Trump will make a plea deal to avoid jail. I have been of the opposite mind. I know Scaramucci obviously knows him better than I do. What are your thoughts? I don't see it, uh, because one of the things you have to do to make a deal is not disparage the deal and not the attack the people you made the deal with. Mm -hmm. And that's his whole sell, is that these people are coming after him. He's never done anything wrong. And look... This is such, again, I don't mean to beat uh, the same drum all the time, but if we didn't have the poison of this two-party system, people would have clear eyes on things that happen on their side in a way that they just can't when it's their team. He did things that were wrong. It doesn't matter that he thinks he won the election. And by the way, people around him, including his counsel, will testify and have said that he knew he lost. He knew there was nothing to many of the claims. So he may have thought some weird stuff happened, but the idea that he really believed that he won and he could have shown it and it was there to be found is not true. And even if it were true, there is no way that just because you believe something, you can do anything in furtherance of that belief. If you really believe that you should have the Rolex, it doesn't mean that you can break into the store. And that's what happened here. And, and this is not a partisan thing. This is not a media take. The former AG who was Trump's savior when he was in office was Bill Barr. And he says the same things and has even worse criticisms for the former president. Mm -hmm. That said, Rico is not easy to prove. And this is not a slam dunk case, but it is the most difficult set of allegations uh, that he has faced. So, Chris, uh, this next question is going to be pretty 101 Bush League. I apologize, but I'm really curious about your response. Uh, Donald Trump still, after everything, maybe even more so, still has tens of millions of Americans who support him. I mean, passionately, fervently, vehemently. I understand in 1200 A.D. why someone would follow this strong man and let's get behind him. And he's going to conquer these people and he's bringing back the spoils. Why in 2023 do you think what is it about Donald Trump that engages these people to such an extent? Well, one thing is uh, the media turbocharges his relevance. The media grossly overstates his power. All right. A poll just came out that almost two in three Americans say they won't, won't vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> so that number matters a hell of a lot more than that. He's got 30. Even if he had that whole third who said they're open to it, that definitely would not enough to win. It's just that what's so special here is that his minority following has actually overpowered one of the two political parties. And they're so worried about their base because it's shrinking because they're not playing to the expansion of this country. They're playing to white fright and the contraction of this country that they have to worry about it. And that's why he's allowed to get away with all of these things. But I am not impressed by anything other than his control over the system of party politics. I don't think that he is a legendary demagogue that has a following that it makes no sense. And I understand also that there are many people who see him as the agent of their grievance because the grievances are real. 
and shame on the other Republicans and frankly, shame on Democrats for not being able to make an argument to these people, not all of them, but enough of them that they can make the system better for them and that they don't need to turn to someone like Trump in order to get their pound of flesh and improvement. And Chris, what comes to your mind if I say, what is the primary grievance that his people would have that you say, it's a real grievance? Like, what what should they be addressing for the MAGA people? Us and them. It doesn't work for us. It only works for them. It's all about somebody else and things being taken from me and given to them and me not being seen as enough anymore and me not having the options and the system not set up to give me options. And when it does give options, it gives options to others and things are getting more difficult and my choices are getting more limited and people don't seem to care. They don't even seem to discuss me. And I think that that's all real and needs to be addressed. And often our priorities get misplaced by exigencies of the moment and things that seem to work in the moment. And I don't think that's new either. By the way, I don't think any of this is new. It's just about the choices we make within these dynamics and the magnification that we have through social media now that allows fringe feelings um, to get oxygen in a way that they didn't used to. I'll tell you something. You're in Kansas, right? So um, you're talking about sending your kid to Kansas. Yeah. Um, This story, obviously, you're in St. Louis, but I'm saying your your kids in Kansas. Yeah. Have you heard about this? Um, story at the Marion County record. I in have. Kansas. I've not. I've not looked into it a great deal, but yes, I'm, a fam- I'm familiar. I can't believe that we're sleeping on this story. You and me. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm into it. Now that I found it, but we're worried. We're talking about Trump in terms of free speech, and free speech is under assault. And the Republicans are cops at the urging of a citizen, and I don't know what kind of connection she had or what kind of basis they had break into this newspaper, take all their stuff, including their personal cell phones, break into the house of the owner and publisher, take all his stuff with very, very weird color of authority in terms of the right warrants and the white kind or the right kind of basis for this. And then when exposed, they just give it all back. And now people are ignoring the story again because the stuff is being given back. You want to worry about police overreaching and what First Amendment issues look like in real time? That story is the one I'm covering because that is crazy. But we don't care. Why? No big Trump attached. Mm. Not a big city. See, these are the choices we make that put us into a dynamic where we're feeding the wrong appetites. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Final story. We've been talking about this, uh, the case uh, with the Blindside family from the Blindside movie and uh, the young man, not that young anymore, in his late 30s, has made allegations against the family. And I know you've spoken to the family's attorney. What did you learn? I think that there's more to this story on Michael Orr's side. Something here doesn't make sense about his motivation. Look, you can say, as a family, we decided that we'd split it five ways and that or should have gotten more money because it's really about him. But you could argue that it's not really about him because it's about how the family surrounded him. And you can say you don't like that deal because they had money. They should have given him all the money because he doesn't have any money. That's fine. But that all happened a long time ago. And so for this to be coming out now, absent a new set of facts and understandings about how the story is not what we understood, I think what remains to be seen here is what's going on in Michael Orr's life uh, that is precipitating uh, this type of distress. Is somebody saying stuff to him? Is he going through something? I think that's where the story is going to lead us. 
Uh, final question. You and I are both drummers. When you were a kid, what was your drum kit and what was your dream drum kit? Uh, failed drummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had a Tama, mm. Tama Swing Star, Me which too. was the beginning of the line. Um, and then they had like all these other something stars mm-hmm. that got better and better, all wood, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I loved many uh, drummers from different genres. I was very taken with Neil Peart uh, f- uh, from Rush. May he rest in peace. Um, in fact, even to this day, when I see people on Instagram, there are all these great drummers now that have pages on Instagram. When I see people play Rush and they make it seem so easy for them, I hate them uh, <laughs> because I always thought that he was almost unplayable. Yeah. But there was a draw to me. I think he may have been a Tama guy, actually. But I was drawn to Ludwig drums, Ludwig and Gretsch. Uh, there was something about the, them that seemed to me to be old school cool. But I also learned pretty early on because I lived next to a jazz drummer and he had a Ludwig set also. And it was just four pieces. And he really showed me, man, that you don't need a big kit to make big set. Yep. Yeah. Jeff Carroll, one of my favorite drummers for Toto, was asked, why don't you play a double bass? And he said, I'm going to as soon as I master a single bass. And I thought that was really cool. He was a monster. Yeah, I also think a lot of that plays more to, um, you know, real headbanger, octane type uh, rock and roll more than the stuff that I listen to anyway. But uh, Lord knows uh, I could basically sit there with a rubber pad and exhaust my skill set. Tonight, 7 p.m. St. Louis time, News Nation, Cuomo with Chris Cuomo. Chris, we'll talk to you next week, buddy. All love, brother. Thank you for the opportunity. Take care of yourself. 424 DGS. Uh, fast food questions, Rach? Well, I'm wondering, what is a fast food item that has been discontinued that you have in your past that you uh-huh. miss and you wish they would bring back? And I'm over here. I'm very blessed right now because Taco Bell has brought back the Beefy Crunch Burrito, which was my favorite Taco Bell item of all time. Uh-huh. It's beef. Flamin' Hot Fritos, seasoned rice, sour cream, and nacho cheese sauce wrapped inside a warm flour tortilla. And it is so good. And it is back for the time being. I am, I'm just, I'm blessed right now. That's all I can say. I'll give you a first shot. Yeah. So uh, there's going to be a bunch, but the one that (laughs) really stands out to me, you know what? I'll give you, there's two that stand out to me. The old style of Burger King chicken nuggets that they don't have anymore Mm -hmm. that had the stupid little weird shapes. Those were so good, and they were always so cheap. And they just they they're they're just chicken nuggets at Burger King are still good, still cheap, but they're not they're not that. They changed mm-hmm. the recipe. The other one, the big one that haunts my dreams, and I know that my friend Rachel agrees with me. I know what he's gonna say. Is the uh, crispy chicken <laughs> yes. uh, quesadilla from oh, Taco Bell? It was so good. You guys don't even know how it good was, it, was. it was. Is it what it sounds like? No, yeah, it's it was, right it on my breaded, list too. Yeah. It was breaded crispy chicken that they put in it. I cannot believe that that did not stick around because I don't it know. Back. I don't know anybody who was not obsessed with that if they had it. I, I must have so eaten. Th- I, I had like three a day. <laughs> and I know it's not the same thing. But have you tried to make your own? Like, get a Taco Bell quesadilla and put some uh, Chick-fil-A nuggets in it or something like that? Is that blasphemy? Ooh, that's, that has never in my life occurred to me. That <laughs> sounds like a really Well, awesome the reason idea. I say that is mine, I've talked about before, and I have to go back to, like, 1978, <laughs> is the Taco Bell, we're all talking about Taco Bell, the Taco mm-hmm. Bell Bell Beefer, which was just oh, a that hamburger was so bun <laughs> with the taco meat on it and cheese and onions, and it was just the best thing I've ever tasted. Oh, I want one. I'm I do, too. the Bell Beefer now. I can make one tonight. I just ordered three... Tacos, 
put them on a hamburger bun, on add a, a little cheese bun. and onion, and you got it. You could even make them yourself because they, they sell the Taco Bell seasoning now, mm-hmm. at the store. You're getting crazy over there. That's wild. <laughs> You're losing your mind, Wheels. You've gone too far, You're Kevin. talking about a pan and a spatula. My bad. <laughs> You've overstepped Wheels. That's what I do with all of the, like with the, uh, the, the uh, crunchy chicken quesadilla. I've done that a million times. You've made your own? Yeah, but I get nuggets from somewhere, or the, there are a couple of good brands you can get, like yeah, Costco, dingus. that are pretty good. <laughs> we can't all say shop them up. Yeah, that's Andrew. I'm oh, sorry, that's Ranji's. <laughs> the wheels are turning. I miss the You Mc- guys have opened up a whole new world to me. I miss the McPlant. No, you don't. No, you don't. I, I do miss, I do kind of miss the one. <laughs> the McDLT. Hot side, cold side. McDLT. There was just something funny about that. Yeah, that remember those commercials? Oh, yeah. That stays hot. The cool With stays the, cool. Uh, Jason Alexander from Simon. Yes. <laughs> before he was famous, right? Yeah. Like, that was before he was Costanza. Mm. <laughs> the hot stays hot. I had the Beefy Crunch Burrito about a week ago. Good. Oh yeah, I had. How about those tacos? Have you had the new ones yet? Yeah, the dipping tacos. Those are they are excellent. Oh man, let's go! And the Burger King original oblong chicken sandwich. And it's oh yeah, it's reminiscent of what it used to be, Mm -hmm. but it's just it's a shadow. Remember when? Which one do they have? Is it just a regular one? Because they used to have like the chicken parmesan sandwich. Uh, They may have that, but it's just called the original chicken sandwich. Right, the long. And that was my. Law school, partying, it's <laughs> two in the morning, what do you want? I always wanted that thing. They Everything. changed the chicken. Are the Is Mexican pizzas still there? Do they still have them now? I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they back permanently? I thought that was a limited time off. I know that offer. was like, that was my ultimate when it was gone. That was the one I missed the most. Let's see. I'm, I'm on the Taco Bell website right now. Yeah, it's there. Where Mexican are you guys on, uh, on the uh, Arby's potato cakes? I've never eaten those, Arby's. Those are pretty good. What? I've never really? had we should Arby's. get Arby's for lunch. We got to do an Arby's. Friday. I'll bring yeah. it. You want me to bring Arby's? Arby's? Yeah, is, of would... course. I love Arby's. Yeah, you would like Arby's. No, we don't want you to bring it. <laughs> get some mozzarella sticks. Yum, yum. <laughs> have I never had Arby's? I don't know. You've Wrong never had you. it no, ever? Not to, I, if I have, I don't remember it. Oh. We'll get you some Arby's. Have to get like a taster sampler menu. Yeah. Thing. 440 DGS. Been talking uh, quite a lot on the show about my daughter being at KU, and you know, anyone who's been to college knows how that is. It's oh, it's the time of my life, it's the best time, blah blah blah. I was just thinking as as I was going to the bathroom, uh, one of my favorite times of life was my happy hour phase, and I've been happy hour in 24 years because I do a happy hour show, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I was thinking. I was thinking about how I would describe my show to someone. I do a lot of fantasizing about that while I pee. And, uh, <laughs> and I really do think that this show is a lot like happy hour. It's like, you know, sitting with your friends at happy hour and you talk about everything, but not everything everyone says is hilarious or the most interesting because you're there for like hours. Uh, but there was a phase when I was a young attorney and I was uh, unattached and I had a group and we would meet at two or three different places and typically happy hour would start about five, six, but there are times when it started at two or three in the afternoon. What a great time. I just really, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was just fun. And I probably, I, I won't have that again because I do this show. And when I stop doing this show, I'm probably not going to spend my afternoons going to happy hour, <laughs> but it was a cool time. Do you guys have anything like that that sticks out? Hmm. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of what it is. I think a lot about like, you know, I mean, I, I didn't have the, the very exciting college experience. I went to community college, but there was a lot of just like, you know, you'd get out of, 
everybody was done with classes by like noon or kind of magic, isn't it? Yeah, and then you just go mess around all day and mm-hmm. just goof around and do stupid stuff, and yep. you know, those were those were good. You know, I, it, I wouldn't necessarily go back if I had the chance. There was a lot of not good stuff about that time, but there was also something about just having all day to mess around with your friends who also had all day with nothing. Yeah, blissful ignorance. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's gonna sound like I'm. Uh, trying to be the teacher's pet or something, but I kind of feel like I'm living that now with this job. Like, whatever job I have after this I is changed not my answer. Going, I also choose that. <laughs> yeah, it's right now. not going to be as fun as this. <laughs> I also think that it's right now uh, doing this job. It's my favorite part. Probably this day, Dave. This segment. Yeah, right this right now. This very moment. <laughs> that's a good call, though, Rach. I mean, that's true. Like, you're not going to do this forever, and at some point you're going to be in another job, which may be a great, better job, but you'll go... Know what yeah. I used to do? Yeah, I used to just kind of hang out, with jack my around for four hours with my pals. I mean, there's yeah. something fun. Like you said, it's just it's there's We're something fun to about happy back hour. off my thing. I'm piggybacking yeah. off he's, of your thing because your thing. He's is scrambling good. hard. <laughs> he's scrambling. I mean, this is why I chose this career though, because yeah. I wanted that. Right, I wanted that feel like professionally. Like I wanted to do like so. Yeah, high school and college are different, and college was just ridiculous. But like the, I would say the the uniqueness of being. In a sports radio network when I first came out, where sometimes at age 26, 27, I was the oldest person in the building. Wow. That was like being in college but getting paid for it. Yeah. This is like being in college and still getting paid for it. Andrew, have a nice night. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 